it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not and, uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is The Rich Eisen Show. I like that they have personality. I'm living my life, man. The grass is so freaking green here, you have no idea. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Touchdown! And it's the fourth TD pass, Will Levis. The Rich Eisen Show. Mahomes downfield and it's intercepted. Earlier on the show, two-time Super Bowl champion and Greenlight podcast host, Chris Long. Coming up, NFL Network analyst, Daniel Jeremiah. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Great chat with Chris Long of the Greenlight Pod that he hosts. Two-time Super Bowl champion Chris Long said, Patrick Mahomes, still your MVP through eight weeks despite him stumbling finally in division. He was perfect in his career, winning on the road in division until the Denver Broncos took him out. Three touchdowns for Russ, three interceptions for Patrick Mahomes. That's why they play the games, as they say. Uh, 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the program. Brockman got what he wanted yesterday. We all got what we wanted. Your Patriots lost. That's what you want. Yeah, buddy. Okay. Uh, Your Cowboys, TJ Jefferson, won Mm -hmm. significantly. I mean, just absolutely destroyed the Rams. That that game was 26-3. to That game, the Rams were in it. It was 10-3. They had a chance to get the ball down the field and tie the game and pick six and then the and then a safety and the roof just caved in. Matthew Stafford's throwing thumb gets uh, stuck, it seemed, for a split second in the face guard of one of the offensive linemen, a defensive lineman that was coming to rush him on a two-point conversion. And then the Rams, knowing this, call a two-point conversion, throwing the ball to him. He t- but, but a terrific uh, athletic play on his part to grab the ball and then reach it Des Bryant like over the goal line, and as the ball hits the ground with you know his uh, his right thumb takes I guess the brunt of it and he was done. The game started off so bad for the Cowboys. I think that got sat three times in the first. Well, game. it was just it, there you was take that first like two. I was just like, are you joking? Well, That's let's how this game's going. Let's start? just be straight up because the Cowboys were the better team and they crushed it. And Dak did exactly the type of stuff that Dak needs to do. Right. Which is find CD lamp, stop screwing around, you know, and, and play fast and play well. But there was an awful, awful illegal contact penalty on the Rams that allowed the Cowboys to stay on the field in that first drive. And then that. the Rams had to settle for three after Cooper Cup absolutely got hooked over the middle. No call there. Eh. And then then the roof caved in. 
So if you want to talk about how things didn't start well for the Cowboys, it started well enough. You got a nice penalty that they came back uh, and scored with that benefit. I'm just saying three sacks to start the game. Well, Aaron Donald showed up. You know, 99 showed up. Got, and, got and, worried for a second. And then, and then nine gets knocked out of the game, and now we're wondering what's going on with the Rams. They're three and five. And the Cowboys look terrific. They look terrific again, and it is perfect timing for Dallas now to go to Philadelphia and show everybody, okay, the team that showed up in San Francisco a few weeks ago is gone. We have turned that page. After we got curb stomped by San Francisco, we went to the home of the Chargers and won there. We came back from our bye week and beat the co-tenants, or the, I guess, true owners, if you will, of the building in SoFi, the Rams, in their house. They took care of Los Angeles. They swept L.A., And now they got to go to Philadelphia, and let's see that. And Michael Irvin on game day morning yesterday talked about how well-positioned the Cowboys are to take control of this division and their conference. Because if they beat Philadelphia or even lose to them, let's just say they even lose to them, that would make them 5-3. and Then they're home for the Giants at Carolina, home for Washington, home for Seattle before facing Philadelphia again. Keep that in your mind's eye. Again, home for the Giants at Carolina, home for Washington, home for Seattle, home for Philadelphia. Again, right? Let's just say what you want to put them four and one. They split with Philly. Okay. I, I, look, all right. And, and then you maybe. say that those are all winnable games with, with the Washington Commanders being the throw out the records type stuff. Just keep that in your mind's eye. Now put up the Philadelphia Eagles schedule, if you don't mind, who are that 7-1 and one right now. They are 7-1 and one right now. Keep that in your mind's eye. Even if they go 8-1 and one to have a two-game, two-and-a-half-game lead over the 5-3 and three Cowboys. The Philadelphia Eagles, while the Cowboys are doing what they're going to be doing over the next month, they have a bye. They're at Kansas City, home for Buffalo, home for San Francisco before Dallas comes back. Then they're at Seattle before finishing nice and soft two games against the Giants and a game against Arizona. We're assuming it's Kyler Murray at that point in time. That's Michael Irvin's two cents about how the Cowboys can make some hay right now, but they got to play like that team, not like the one that showed up in San Francisco or Arizona. Yeah, They got to play like that team. The Ron Bland's got to continue to be that man. The margin for error is over. If they want to win this division and have now with San Francisco doing what they're doing, and we'll see what the Lions look like tonight. Okay? That's it right there. Who just did that? The Bills Uh, just, okay, and the Bills just made a move, and we'll talk about that in a second. But the, the Dallas Cowboys, it's right there. The Niners have tripped up. If you believe the Lions are beatable, and you believe the Seahawks are beatable, and you believe the NFC South champions are are not all that, whoever it's going to be, if you believe all that, then go beat the Eagles, or at least split with them, and then take all the other so-called winnable games. Don't have your punch down, come back and rebound and hit yourself in the chin. Let's see it. But we saw it yesterday. Meanwhile, I mentioned the other, you know, in our at the end of our previous segment, how the Jets and the Giants, it was a rainy day in New Jersey, but paint was still able to dry. Hmm. And football's <laughs> clock still got turned back. 
based on what we saw. Not great. Zach, uh, Zach Rosenfield, publicist to the Stars, texted me. The New York the New York headline should be Jets versus Giants. Uh, Jets versus Giants. Both lose, but Jets win. That's what like it was a one and two record yesterday. Pretty rough. Okay, pretty so rough. Um, joining us now from New York is Carl. Is that the, is this is this truly Carl Banks? Let me hear because I was listening to him and uh, Bob Papa call it on the way home. You there, Carl? Yes, it is. It is. It is Carl Banks. How are you? What's going on? Oh, it's been a volatile week, uh, to say the least. (laughs) Okay. What's going on? You You there? Did I? Um, Okay. You there, Carl? I'm here. I'm here. What? I'm I'm actually calling you from my Kia. I I got in the car because I had to take a drive uh, after what I had to sit through, not only yesterday, but all week with a, a couple of hosts on WFAN um, who want, want to read numbers all day and don't see the tea on the leaves. So what are your two yeah. cents, Carl? Uh, again, you had two ways to go yesterday. Uh, from a special team standpoint, you had penetration up the middle, so your kicker, is on the sideline screaming after the first miss that that obviously got in Or you go the other route on fourth and short, do you either A, scrum up the middle, which is in your playbook, and you've been successful on that in the Brian Dable era, your 10 of 11, or B, do you run Barkley? And again, the third option is to take a safety, which by running backwards 80 yards, you probably tear kids off the clock. And see, that's all, in the, that's all there for you. You could even throw the ball into the back of the end zone and take five more seconds off the clock. Mm. So there were ways to do that, but again, there were seven things that had to go wrong. And all seven of them did. They did. They did indeed. And again, I was listening to this, uh, you know, on my on my uh, Sirius XM on the way home. You and uh, Bob Papa calling it Carl Banks here on the Rich Eisen Show. A couple more minutes left here. You know, so what do you like? What do you think the Giants should do here? I mean, Daniel Jones is cleared for contact. They ran Barkley thirty something times. Do you think they should trade Barkley, Carl? I don't. I think, um, and this is a kid with a lot of heart. And this is a kid that has done everything you, you've, you, you've asked of him. And sure, he's been on the shelf at times. Uh, he picks his spots behind the scrimmage. A complaint of his, but when you need to get a guy between the numbers and you've got a, uh, you know, a group in front of you that many times can't get a hat on a hat and you've got to improvise, well, I think he's done more than enough for a franchise who went out of their way to make it known that they were going to pick him. And still here, um, a running back can be found in the bread aisle of the grocery store. Mm. And you've got to draft. Well, how did it work out drafting three offensive linemen in the first two rounds? How's that worked out? Uh, 
And again, some of that is still unknown. But you've just got to play. You've just got to play football. Good South. I think we're losing Carl's number. Hey, Carl, I'm out in Las Vegas. Right. The league around you has come back to you a bit as far as the wild card goes. But even before that, Mm. there's there's an opportunity. Yeah, these have been non-conference losses. But on your schedule, you've got the Rams, the Saints, uh, and another one of those teams. Whereas you win those games, and your conference is what you And there is no way you give up on a season. There is just too many games left. This extra game now, uh, you saw Kirk Cousins is out now for Minnesota. Who knows how they finish? So there is just too much football left to just abandon a season on the Monday after a loss. Carl, I appreciate you chiming in here. Let's uh, let's let's do this more often. You know, I always enjoyed watching you play with the Parcells <laughs> era and, and listening to you uh, with Bob Pompa yesterday. You, do? Uh, you know, there's no secrets. As, what the great Ted George Alice said, you know, yesterday's a canceled check, tomorrow's a promissory note. Um, <laughs> I'd like but, that. you know, again, these right. things are on film. Yeah. These things are on film for other coaches to see. So Thank- until you get it right, other teams will take advantage of it. Thanks, Carl. Appreciate the call. That's Carl Banks, everybody. That was uh, Love it. off the wall a little bit there. Amazing. How about that? That's Carl. Man, I, and I appreciate his optimism. Uh, I'm the Giants. I'm like, who who, who wants what? Yeah, okay. and I know that the Giants fan base, you know, would 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 rather have that and understand that last year was um, showing you how some of their players gelling together for a coach that's selling stuff that they buy works, and that some of them are are still on this team. But uh, I, I I don't know. How you just sit there? I, I mean, well, well intentioned that there, there's still enough games there uh, on the docket. One other thing to talk about here: if you are the Minnesota Vikings general manager, if you're Quase Adolfo Mensa right now, what in the world are you thinking for a team that is four and four now? Once upon a time, 0-3, now 4-4, and the defense has been playing very well, and you have drafted a talented kid in Jordan Addison, and he is filling in very well in the number one role, while Justin Jefferson, we're assuming, is ready to come back from that hamstring injury after his four-game injured reserve absence that you're already halfway through. But... Kirk Cousins goes down with an Achilles injury and is done for the season. What do you do? Do you decide to say, well, that's the end of that. This was kind of a reset year anyway. There's a lot of dead cap stuff that I can clear. I can try and get some picks right now. And let's see what people want for Daniel Hunter or I don't think you're trading Justin Jefferson. You're just not doing that. You're not trading Hawkinson. You're not trading Jordan Addison. You're just not doing it. Uh, But who else? Who wants what? Right? 
Or do you say, you know what? Screw it. We're just going to stay put. I drafted this kid, Jaron Hall. He was Puka Nakua's quarterback at BYU. That's funny. Okay. He's a fifth round rookie. Okay. And we're going to go for it with him. It's going to be rough, but we're going to go for it with him. And yeah, he didn't, he looked overwhelmed yesterday, but that's what happens when all of a sudden you're thrown into the mix in Lambeau field, but let's coach him up. If Tyson Bajan can do it, my guy from BYU can do it. If you thought Puka Nakua was great, guess who threw it to him? This kid. And let's see what he looks like. Crazier things have happened, right? Or do you say, we're not standing pat. We have a team that is, once upon a time, 0-3, now 4-4. and We can win this division. We are playing well. We were gonna we were gonna take that win yesterday and just reset and go into another season. It, that if we go seven and two in, we can win the division again. And in a reset year, we can do it. We're currently the seventh seed right now. We're taking on Atlanta, which might be down to Taylor Heineke right now. That's who's next for us. And then we're home for New Orleans. We're at Denver on a Sunday night. Then we've got Chicago at home on a Monday night before our bye week. Yeah. Hell yeah. At Vegas. Sure, the game against Cincinnati in Cincinnati is on a Saturday, potentially on NFL Network. I might be calling that one. Before we take on Detroit twice, wrapped around a possible sweep of Green Bay on a Sunday night that might get flexed out of. But hey, guess what? Those are winnable games. And they're quite winnable with, say, someone like Trey Lance. Mm -hmm. Are you calling up Dallas right now and saying to Jerry, okay, you flipped a five, let's improve that one. Give me a two. Let's improve that one. (laughs) They're going to give it a two. (laughs) We'll improve it. Four. Guess where he's from? Oh. City, Minnesota. Hey. Guess which team he probably grew up loving? The Vikings. How about calling up the Dallas Cowboys and saying, what do you need Trey Lance for? Yeah, Cooper Rush. You're already halfway through your season. Uh, I know the Giants were down to quarterback number three and these things happen, but what do you need him for? Come on. Jerry, you know you're repaying Dak. Look at what Dak's doing. You love Dak, don't you? Jerry does love Dak. Do you call up the Dallas Cowboys and say, Jerry, you gave up a five. We'll give you a three. And then you bring Trey Lance in right now. You do what you need to do with Jaron Hall. And then you get this kid. And you give this kid the opportunity to finish the season and see what he's got. Right? Or do you just say, screw it? And call up the Arizona Cardinals and ask them, so Kyler Murray's got no injury designation, huh? And you didn't play him. And you already announced from the podium after the loss to Baltimore, you don't intend to play him next week either. What's up with that? Now you're talking my language. That seems like a bat signal from Arizona saying, who wants number one? Who's going to give us a godfather offer for number one? Who, indeed, 
How about Kyler Murray? How do you think Justin Jefferson would like that? Jordan Addison would like that. All of your skilled players would like that. Hawkinson. Love it. I mean, talk about options that are on the table to Love discuss over idea. a 24-hour period that you weren't even thinking in a million years would be options you had to consider just 24 hours ago. Less than that. Because Cousins didn't blow out his Achilles until right around the middle of the third, second half yesterday. Less than 24 hours ago, Vikings weren't sitting there thinking, well, we got to find a quarterback. Nah. No. As a matter of fact, you're saying, thank goodness we didn't trade ours to New York. <laughs> or ask him to blow out his uh, um, trade deadline before he blew out his Achilles. I mean, it's crazy how things can change in the NFL. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Vikings are the seventh seed right now. Right. They're a playoff team. Right. They can make the playoffs. Correct. I think you got to try to win this year, man. But do you want to sign Colt McCoy off the street? No. Do you want to bring Case Keenum back? No. You got to go make a splash, man. Go for it. Yeah, the Minnesota Miracle days are over. What could you get Kyler Murray for realistically? Too much. That's why I'd go for Lance. But you don't know if he's ready to play. You're, he's ready to play. More more so than, than isn't it crazy? I mean, I love How, your confidence, but like, no, I, 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 I have no idea if he's, he's ready to go. More, more so one would think than Jaron Hall. How yes. many reps do you think that kid out of BYU's gotten? 0.0, like full Blutarski? Honestly, you know, it's kind of crazy. And I think I w- I'd like to have a conversation a little bit more on tomorrow's show when we have a lot more real estate without reacting to stuff from the day before. But, you know, the NFL has an issue in getting quarterbacks ready. The NFL has an issue in growing quarterbacks and nurturing quarterbacks big time. You know, wide receivers can just come out of the box and running backs can just come out of the box. You can name a ton. It's so rare for quarterbacks to just come out of the box, man. And so, I don't know. They know their personnel. They know what the kids looked like in training camp. They know it. And they might sit there and go, we're ready. In the same way the the, the Bears were like that way with, with Bajan. You know, in, who, who you might say turned into a bit of a pumpkin last night. Although they didn't target DJ Moore in a game they were down by a million points, but that's for another day. I don't know. I, I, Lance is, is, is the short-term maneuver that costs you just one maybe Friday night draft choice in Detroit next year. And... Isn't it funny, you know, he loses the job to Darnold because Darnold had six, he's 61 career starts. The reason why I know that number off the top of my head is because when we were preparing yesterday's NFL game day morning, 20th anniversary show, I got a bunch of stats from Ben McWilliams of NFL Network Research. When we came on the air for the first time on NFL Network 20 years ago next week, uh, Tom Brady had four fewer career touchdown passes than Sam Darnold currently has. <laughs> so, wow. Darnold beats out Lance, because he's more uh, veteran. He's got more experience. Lance beats out Hall here because he does have more experience. And he plays for Shanahan. And whose system might he fit than somebody off that tree in Kevin O'Connell? What do you do? We will ask this of Daniel Jeremiah in hour number three when he joins us. And what do the Titans do? 
When we come back, the Buffalo Bills have made a move in advance of the trade deadline, and they don't trade anybody to do it. Overreaction Monday also coming up. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed hey folks it's time for the nfl draft which means for me I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Two bits of breaking news. We'll get to what the Buffalo Bills have done. The other piece of breaking news, you may not have heard this. T.J. Jefferson left his house last night. That was a, sh- a stunner yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't be shocked. That's you left I, your house. Yeah. To go see Victor Wembanyama. There was a unicorn in town. I had to go spy it. Well, the Dallas Cowboys were in town a couple weeks They're ago. You unicorn. said no to that. Well, it, it, getting in and out of SoFi is a nightmare. Getting in and out of crypto or Staples is a lot more pleasant. Is that what it is? Is that the difference? Or you're just more of a Clipper fan than a Cowboy fan? Oh. I'm more of a basketball fan than a football fan. There you go. If you want the truth. There's your answer. Wow. Football for me is better to watch at home. You can... Okay. Replay, you know, rewind. You can like watch plays basketball. It, it's so spread out. Basketball's right there. It's fast, but it's easier to follow. I like it in well, person more. How did Wembanyama look with an actual person? Okay, for I'll you be to honest see? with you. I, it was probably saying a lot. Probably his worst pro game. Oh, I know that, that but I'm just saying, just basketball. to see, just like to he see him. Big from as you enter the arena, he's standing yeah. out, and you're so far from him. And he did so like tall. two plays where the entire crowd just looked the, like we were like, "What was that? What like, was that?" There was a play, he just, someone lobbed it up, he just put his arm up and tapped it in over his head without even looking at the rim, and everyone in our section was like, what? Whoa. <laughs> what was that? Like, he did two or three things where you were like, and then Paul George went to shoot a three, he altered the three, like I said last week, Chris, he jumped from yeah. maybe the key and made Paul George alter his jump shot. He's so 
my favorite Pause long my, it's just unreal my favorite moment was russell westbrook getting up to try and block a shot did you see that one <laughs> no. and then he then he switched arms to to, yes. to avoid it and then westbrook got called for, for the foul because his leg hit him and we were like there's no foul there. i know he didn't hit him with his upper body their legs contacted <laughs> and that's what the call was in the arena that's what it was foul a knee on his thigh yeah. or something like that, that but the fact that russ tried he was tried. impressive <laughs> Back on the Rich Eisen Show, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk on the Rich Eisen Show radio network. The desk is furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. The Buffalo Bills have made a maneuver. Mm. Leonard Fournette is officially off the couch. He's a Buffalo Bill. Wow. Hey. I kind of dig it. Yeah. I dig it. It's now, I, I don't know. I mean, the difference maker to me was Derrick Henry. We will see if Lombardi Lenny. Um, shows up with fresh legs and does Lombardi Lenny things. I kind of like it. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe this means less Latavius Murray in the situations in which we've seen him. Does this mean Damian Harris might be significantly injured? Um, But he's signing with the Bills, and it does appear um, should be ready to roll against the Cincinnati Bengals just in time. Ready to roll. And Lenz... Playoff experience, Lombardi experience. And let's not forget, one of the best college running backs we've seen in the last 20 years. And, you know, had some nice run in Jacksonville and then started to mature in Tampa and now showing up in Buffalo. We will see. Just anybody else who can kind of take care of business in the red zone. To me, these are improvements. You got that going on. Dalton Kincaid showed up the last time. I just want to see, again, everyone's going the other direction. Like, don't do too much with Josh Allen. I just, screw it. Just take the governor off of him. And I know, you know, that's crazy talk. Or I, I just I just want to see him leaping people. I'm, I'm going full Ryan Fitzpatrick. I want to see him leaping people. I want to see him trucking people. But I don't think that's what's happening with this shoulder injury. So smart move. You want to keep him clean. You want to keep him, you know, doing less and not doing too much than get him some help in that red zone and a running back spot. And if Lombardi Lenny shows up, this is a, this is a nice improvement. My one take on this is two things. Does that mean, or one thing with two questions, does that mean Derrick Henry's too expensive? Or does that mean Derrick Henry's not available? Did the win by Tennessee with Will Levis showing up the way that he showed up to make them three and four, despite sending Kevin Byard to Philadelphia, it's not like they sent him for nothing. They got Terrell Edmonds back and some picks. But um, did Will Levis showing up the way that Will Levis showed up and suddenly, DeAndre Hopkins, zero touchdowns, suddenly has three. And it was all manners of D-Hop touchdowns, including one in which he physically mugged the defender that was on him with no call and then was wide open in the most physical <laughs> manner. But also, interestingly enough, when we were in London, when we were in London and talking to DeAndre Hopkins in the broadcast meeting prior to the game against Baltimore, he was saying his GPS numbers, he's running as fast as he's ever run. 
How fast did he look yesterday? He was running away from some people, wasn't he? Very. But Will Levis, you know, you saw the photograph up moments ago, if you want to pop that one up again, of him hugging his family. These are the people who he spent a very long night with in Kansas City. And for him to do what he did yesterday, four touchdown passes, found DeAndre Hopkins three times, shows you he's a smart kid. <laughs> smart kid. You got DeAndre Hopkins. Go follow him. Go find him. I told Chris that on Friday, Rich. I wonder if D-Hop said, look, Will, see me? Throw right. me the ball a Throw lot. It. And then, he's, and then he, you know, he does it in the old Houston Oilers uh, uniform. You look like Dan Pastorini. <laughs> you know what I mean? Was number one. Houston he Oilers, got it done. Houston <laughs> right? Oilers. And he threw it all over the lot. He looked terrific. And this was Will Levis after the game. Always hope for hope and dream for an NFL debut like this, but but do you even find yourself you know, look back at the numbers and so forth going wow? I I mean this is this is a dream come true for sure, but I mean we have what what, what time is it right now? Yeah, I got twelve minutes to celebrate it before Ronda Pittsburgh is as Vrabel said, so um but, I mean, like you said, I've been dreaming of this moment as a kid my entire life, even just to touch the field in an NFL game, let alone get a win, um, is incredible. Good for him, man. Good for him. A long night in Kansas City. Titans draft him, and now he's he's pulling, like, Marcus Mariota-type stuff for that uniform in that franchise, right? Four touchdowns in his first game. Just, just those two. And, and how about this? There's only two rookie quarterbacks that won their first career start this year. And it ain't the guys who were drafted before. It's him and Tyson, Tyson Bajant. Right. That's it. <laughs> wow. We'll see if Jaron Hall might match that later on this week for Minnesota. Crazy. But Will Levis, how about that? That night he, he, he doesn't get drafted. He goes home mm-hmm. to get drafted. And it wasn't C.J. Stroud or... Bryce Young, who just got his first career win against C.J. Stroud yesterday. And it's not Anthony Richardson, who lost that opener to Jacksonville before getting injured, and now he's out for the season. Uh-uh. It's Tyson Bajan, undrafted, and the kid who went undrafted in the first night, and Will Levis, well done. So I'm just wondering if this has caused the Titans to say, we're not going to trade Derrick Henry. Even though, you know you know how much Derrick Henry it would cost you on your salary cap if you acquire him right now? Five? million bucks and change that's it because he's halfway through his salary this year five million and change that's all it would cost for derrick henry and whatever you'd have to give up to Rand carthon the general manager of the titans to go get him man if i'm your dallas cowboys i'd do that right now but they won't rich that's I, the thing all these I other teams make it. deals and they won't watch the I eagles would, are going to make it or something They're, i would take oh, you imagine here's what i would do i would do i would call up minnesota and say what do you want for Trey Lance? Mm-hmm. You upgrade that draft choice and then maybe flip it to Tennessee with a little bit more, you know, and and then you maybe get Derrick Henry. I'm playing just, you know, armchair general manager here. Or do the Titans basically say because of this acquisition by that. the bills of Leonard Fournette means we're not, we're not going to try for Derrick Henry or it was too expensive for Derrick Henry or the Titans have said, no, we're going to keep him just to maybe put him in that uniform again to give us one all last glimpse and show this generation what Earl Campbell once upon a time looked like. When I honestly, I'm like, that's as close to Earl Campbell in that uniform as you'll ever see anybody in that uniform again. That was amazing, those unis.
But yeah, that's an interesting great. acquisition by the Bills. What does it mean for the Titans? Because if you're Tennessee, that's like, okay, Rick Dalton, Jeff, there it is right there. That's what the offense can look like with all due respect to Ryan Tannehill. Maybe he's available. Maybe you flip Ryan Tannehill to the Vikings. Ooh, didn't think of that. Okay. You flip Tannehill to the Vikings and, and you stay put with Levis and go to work. Rich, getting back to what we said to start the show, and I said something, you said we'll get back to it. This is it for Tannehill, you think? He's not I don't know. Back? I don't uh, How do you not? How do you basically say, let's go back to Ryan Tannehill right now when he's clearly at the end of his tenure there, and Will Levis just looked like that? You got to see what's next, don't you? Even though it's a short week in Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Talk about an assignment. But oh, yeah. ride the momentum. Do it. Number 10 with the dreadlocks. There Throw him is. the ball. A there lot. it is. Titans ride fans have got to be like, there it is. Ride the mo. That's Will Levis. You know. And the- and the 6-7 and seven seed in the AFC is there. It's 4-3 it's and three Pittsburgh. It's 4-3 and three Cleveland right now. Cincinnati, the Jets right there. You're a game back. You're in the mix. You're sniffing it. So there's no reason to be sellers now. That throw he, he threw to Westbrook Akine, too. It was a beautiful throw. It he, wasn't just all to Hopkins. What, what did we hear the whole the whole evaluation period? Guy's got a cannon. He, he was showing it off He yesterday. was showing it off. And the Titans are three and four. So how do you pull the plug on Henry and everything else? You'd, Can't do you're it. You're not looking Vrabel in the face. Can't do it. Right? Got to figure. Got to figure. The Raiders lose tonight, so they're going to fall off. And I'll tell you what, I, I had a nice chat yeah, with Rand Carthon, race. you know, the general manager, off to the side at the uh, walkthrough in London, in Tennessee. He is full of energy, and he l- loved both Willis and Levis, saying that they're they he he liked them both, and I don't think that was just him, you know. Well, blathering in my ear. We're not seeing any Malik Willis this year now. I don't think so. Hey, man, that was, remember, the idea was like, we're going to see both of them? Well, didn't Willis they immediately start, brought they, in Willis. Yeah. He fumbled. Fumbled and he was out. And it was we never saw him again. And Levis is truly worthy of a, of a second look. So I don't know what that means for Tannehill. And if he's worthy of a second look and you want to go through the ups and downs to evaluate, get your lumps in now, you can get Tannehill to Minnesota where he can try and win something now you're kind of doing him a favor in that regard right you know just professionally send him to Minnesota let him do that thing let's see what you got from Levis hold on to Derrick Henry and see what's what don't hate it which is a way to evaluate Levis with DeAndre and Henry what a great evaluation yeah Let's take a break. Overreaction Monday when we come back. 844-204-RICH is also the number to dial. All of this we're going to place in front of uh, Daniel Jeremiah next hour as well. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Back here on the show, what are some of the games you haven't really discussed from yesterday? The Saints taking care of the Colts. Who are the Saints? Anybody want to tell me? No idea. Man. Who are the Saints? Uh, depends, on, the Saints. depends on what day it is. Well, you know what really? the Saints are. If I'm not mistaken, the Saints are a first-place football team. Well, that that is fast. Four. Derek Carr. Carr. Or as my daughter calls him, Derek Carr. Derek Carr, kid. He makes this sort of this interesting, I don't know what Well, she... they're technically not a first-place team. They're not? Atlanta has a tiebreak. Oh, okay, that's right. Win percentage in division games. I got it. Yeah, yeah, division, better division record. Oh, four and four. Yeah. Derek Carr, th- 300-yard games in a row. That's three in a row, I believe, for him. Boy, it's just a lot of dump-off passes to Alvin Kamara, right? That's yeah, the issue. Yeah, a- apologies to you two, Rich. When, you know, th- you, Chris and I have a, a fantasy football team that we do, and we're on the group chat, and you wanted to draft Kamara, and I was like, Kamara just, he did nothing for me the last two years. I never won him again. And then you pushed on it, and we got him. And, and, uh, and what's our record in the sleeper league right now with fantasy footballers? Yep. Six, six and two. two. Well, Eckler. Just saying, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. Oh, oh sorry. No, it's for us. It's a moment for us. Oh, um, just let me I was just saying Eckler's back, too. Oh, Eckler's yeah. back. Yeah. We have him. Yeah. Right? Uh, Nico Collins, yeah. Garrett Wilson, Jalen Waddell, George Kittle. Yep. Jared Goff. Goff tonight. Yeah, we got a nice squad. Oh, yeah, yeah. we're already one, and Goff is just going to be adding points to us. Just saying hello to all the fantasy footballers out there. What's up, guys? Mm-hmm. What you know, up, I know they've up, got like a number one pod and all that sort of stuff. It's just, just a little old Rich Eisen show. What up, G's? That's all we're doing. It's the three of us, you know. Six and two. Just hanging out. What more can we do? What more? Seriously, what more can we do? Well, we got to win the title now. We got to win the title. Well, certainly if I'm talking like this, right? We got to win the title. You know? But I, look, we got, Mike Del Tufo keeps a checkbook on him, so that's fine. Okay. We'll, By the way, we'll also, the people on our bench, I think, would have won this week. Yeah, I know. Cowboys, Kincaid, Dotson, Cooks, Henderson. Yep. <laughs> We're in good shape. We nice. Back here in the Rich Eisen Show. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, including tonight, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL Live on the NFL app. Just ask Alexa, open Westwood One Sports or on your Westwood One affiliate station's digital platform. Stream Kevin Harlan, Kurt Warner tonight on the call. I'll be in the studio for uh, for free. Get in the zone for AutoZone. Well, I'm not going to be for free. <laughs> Listen, you know what I'm saying? Get in the zone with AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. All right, let's get to it. It is Monday, and it's time for Overreaction Monday, presented by Dave and Buster's. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? It's the end of the world. Overreaction <laughs> Mondays. Monday. All right, Christopher, what do you have over there, hey guys, sir? What's happening? Good weekend? We up, did. Chris? Yes, sir. All right. Had a great weekend. Uh, Lots you know, to overreact to. Be you know rich in fantasy weekend? basketball. It was awesome. You know, had a great weekend. Nobody cares about your fantasy team. <laughs> Tua. Tua's yeah. going to win the MVP. I... At this I'll point in time, hold on a minute, hold on a minute, hold on a minute. Win the MVP. Is this an overreaction or not? I will say no, it is not an overreaction. Is it uh, arguable? Absolutely, it's arguable. But it's not uh, out of the realm crazy where you're overreacting. He is People the quarterback. People of him as the MVP. He it's, is the quarterback. Weird. He is the quarterback of a 6-2 and two football team. Now... 
a lot of folks might say he's a product of his system, and we've already heard Mike McDaniel push back on that. And Tyreek Hill has got to catch the ball from somebody. How many times could he be open and then the quarterback airmails him or the quarterback that we were all making fun of when Tyreek Hill just first showed up to wait for some fluttering passes in uh, organized team activities, right? But I don't know about you. It's looked like money from Tua to Tyreek and Waddle and then the running game and all of these plays that require motion to work to perfection. We finally saw one where it was a poor exchange between Tua and Raheem Mostert. It took eight weeks for us to see that with all this stuff. So it's a wide open MVP race. You could make a case for Mahomes at six and two. You could make a case for Travis Etienne, by the way. You could make a case for um, AJ Brown. AJ Brown. You could make a case for Jalen Hurts. You could make a case for Trevor Lawrence. You could make a case for Lamar Jackson. Tua's got all the numbers. Number one in passing yards. He's number two in yards per attempt. Yep. Number one in yards per game. Tied with Kirk Cousins for the lead in touchdowns. Yeah. He leads the league in passer rating. He's one of three quarterbacks with 70% completion percentage. He is doing it all. So this is not an overreaction. What else do you have over there? You just mentioned a great idea for the Vikings. I think the Vikings should trade for Kyler Murray. Go I think for th- it. I think that is an overreaction. Go for it. I think it's an overreaction. The guy's coming off of a knee injury, you know, and and we're talking about this for anybody who might be watching this later on or listening to it on our podcast later on. Um, this is happening just as the Vikings have confirmed it is a, a an Achilles injury and Kirk Cousins is out for the season, as we all suspected it would be. He's coming off of a knee injury. It will. It still takes time for a quarterback to get used to a new system and new receivers, which everybody is, you know. And and that's why I... Th- and he's expensive, not just in dollars and in cents, but it's also in terms of whatever you'd have to pay the, the Cardinals to give up on Murray. That's why I say Trey Lance or even maybe Tannehill is a much less expensive monetarily and also for sure in draft capital so i'll say that's an overreaction and call it a day on that one what else Kirk cousins is a free agent just trevor murray you got your guy he's already under contract i get it i get it 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 might be apples to apples on on your 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 um salary cap sheet when it all comes down to it but to save this season right now hey kyler you come in that's a new facility here that's a new receiver there that's a new system here trey lance comes from the Shanahan system, which we all know is highly related to the McVay system, which is what Kevin O'Connell is from. Put Trey Lance in there. At least you're in you're in the realm of of getting him up to speed fast enough, and it's not that expensive. It won't cost you a ton of stuff that you're sitting on your hands in Detroit for the draft next year. What else, Chris? It's bad in San Francisco right now, right, guys? It's bad. The 49ers are not going to win a playoff game this year. All right, that's – come on. I guess that's what this segment's all about. Okay. Let's see what happens. If the playoffs started today, Rich. Yes, I know. Okay? Niners are the sixth seed. They're in Detroit. Lions win tonight. They're jumped to number two. They'd have to go to Seattle. Not a great place to play in the playoffs. Okay. This is an overreaction, pal. Truly and completely. Trent Williams comes back. Debo comes back. Are they coming back? Off of the bye. We will see them 
in Jacksonville. What a game that is. But to sit here and say a three-game losing streak in weeks six through eight means they will not win a single game from week 18 on um, or is is ridiculous. So um, I will just call that an overreaction for the moment. I mean, they're showing signs the, that aren't uh, I get know, it. translating that, to playoff wins. I, I understand that. But the, 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 the segment uh, is called Overreaction Monday. The podcast version of it that we're going to be doing as soon as this show is over for everybody out there who listens to that podcast version, it's a half hour of this sort of stuff. Three weeks ago, you on that show, the topic was the Niners would beat a team comprised of all-stars from all the 31 others. So that just shows you how quickly things can change. This is just week eight. Week to week league. What else you have over there? Week to week league, Rich. And it's a week-to-week league for the Rams. With Matthew Stafford injured, the Rams should be sellers at the trade deadline. Who are they? I mean, who are they selling? I mean, they have the young, one of the youngest rosters in the league. Who are they selling? Not not Nakua, not Cup. Not, take take not calls. Who? Take huh? calls. Take calls. The Chiefs call for Cooper Cup. What are they going to say? New phone. Who it is? Are you kidding me? The Eagles call for Aaron Donald. Godfather offers. They Steelers. Would. Why not? Donald would be the only one, but Donald only wants to go to Pittsburgh. There you go. Steelers. Boom. They're still in the playoffs. No, no. Send him home. No. Who needs wide receivers? No, uh, no. I, I, but I, I think your premise is that with Stafford injured the Rams season as we thought it might turn into a. They looked like a playoff team. You Cinderella know, run so, yeah. um, is in jeopardy. I think you're spot on there. That's not an overreaction to say that the Rams season is in jeopardy of being something other than um, a get right on the cap and, you know, try and try and win as many games as possible season. Um, yeah, uh, I, I'll buy that, but not 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 what you're saying right there. Cop and Donald. No. What else? Chris. Well, you're going to love this one then. Okay. The Chiefs won't be the one seed in the AFC come January. I think that is not an overreaction. And I know. (laughs) Here I go again with Chiefs Nation. I'm not saying you're losing the division, all right? Simmer down now, folks. But, yeah, I I, I can see that this is not an overreaction. Can the Dolphins even win on Sunday when I'm calling that game on NFL Network. I can't say that, by the way. She's a favorite enough. in that game. Um, you know, and the Jaguars can absolutely be the one seed in this conference. And the Ravens might be the team that has the best chance of all of them to be the one seed in this division because they don't play the Chiefs. Jaguars have already lost to the Chiefs. That's a problem for maybe... Having the one seed is a tie break if they have the same record. And, you know, there's also a game coming up on Sunday that will be important between the Chiefs and the Dolphins. Ravens don't play. Bengals do. Coming up. So, entirely possible. So, that's not an overreaction at all right now. What else, Chris? Two more. TJ, this is for you. Okay. This is the best the Cowboys have looked offensively under Mike McCarthy. All right. I mean... Okay. Um, by by that, as the play caller, not Kellen Moore, not in his administration. Okay. Uh, as, as a play caller. Okay. Oh, okay. As a play caller, sure. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, 
Mr. They're playing Papu. great. They're playing great. They've got to put it out there in Philadelphia next week, then beat a ton of teams that they're supposedly better than before facing Philadelphia again, while Philadelphia takes on Buffalo, takes on Kansas City. Okay? They they, they have a t- and, and and Cincinnati, too, if I'm not mistaken. Philadelphia's next games are Kansas City, Buffalo, and then San Francisco, not Kansas City. I mean, not Cincinnati. So, yeah. Dallas has got to keep doing what it's doing. You got one more over there, Chris? Yeah, sure. went hotter. Uh, the Diamondbacks are a team of destiny. They're going to win the World Series. Uh, it's not an overreaction either. Could be up 2-0 if it wasn't for Adolis Garcia Not Corey Seager. An overreaction at all. Boy, does Cooper love watching this team play, the Diamondbacks play. Not just because I think he just loves the way that they're, they're Moxie, Marte, and Carroll, and the rest of those guys. Um, but I think he just loves more than anything else the concept of people winning free tacos with every stolen base he loves that boy whoever came up with that concept oh, genius my son loves every single time there's a stolen brace dad that's tacos. a taco that's a taco genius so that's not an overreaction at all, all right. right there Nuh-uh. game three coming up tonight tonight by the way only game uh rest of the calendar year where there's an nhl nba Major League Baseball and NFL game on the same day. Love it. Oh. So enjoy tonight, everybody. It's a good go. thing we've got a Tuesday show as well. <laughs> that was Overreaction Monday presented by Dave and Buster's. Watch football like a pro at DNB with 40-foot TVs, cocktails, beer, and all-you-can-eat wings on Mondays and Thursdays. It is the ultimate watch experience. That's Overreaction Monday presented by Dave and Buster's. Hour two coming up. So, Rich, I was I was driving to uh, watch the Clippers Spurs yesterday, and one of my best friends, Matt Mazant, calls me. He goes, "Hey, he goes, I'm listening to your boy Brockman do a read right now for Prize." Yeah, I know, right? It was out there, Chris. There you go, Chris. I'm everywhere, people. What can you do? Well, it's my job to put you in in places what to succeed. Can, what can't I do? Hmm. I don't know. Well, there's a lot. <laughs> like what? Not be be happy when the Patriots yeah. win a football game. That's number one. Be just happy in general. Ooh, uh, what yeah, else? That's, it's uh, tough. Happy what else? General, that's yeah. tough. So, I'll be happy if Sam Laporta goes off tonight. Oh, is that is that what you need? Well, I did a little DFS contest over the weekend, and if Laporta goes guy, off, I'm going to win. This guy. <laughs> it's an how much action? How much action can somebody need? Uh, not, it's not healthy. Never too much Jeez. for him. That ain't good. Never stop, never stopping. I'm so glad um, I'm not in that world. Yeah, me, I'm <laughs> serious. Honest, me too. Like fantasy is enough for me. I'm sitting there upset De'Aaron Fox turns his ankle and I can't get enough points to beat you in fantasy. You like, have... I am locked in on a Sunday <laughs> night. I'm exhausted. I got to be going to sleep, man. You guys and I'm understand. just locked in on watching an overtime of game three of the Kings-Lakers season over fantasy. I cannot imagine. Thank God I don't gamble. Thank Rich, God I don't gamble. I wake up Saturday oh my morning. God. I look at our site. Rich was up because he had to go to work. At I know. Making fantasy moves. Damn straight. I got a four-hour show on game game. <laughs> morning but i needed to make sure i got dylan brooks what took an idiot that dude in the falcons i wanted daniel jeremiah <laughs> I mean, the coming up yeah i know oh i'm keeping him too yeah i wanted him